Hello, this is David Snyder, President of Baptist International Missions Incorporated, welcoming you to today's broadcast of Moments for Missions under the direction of our Vice President, Dr. J.B. Godfrey. Well, yesterday I told a story, a great story, about a stranger who passed through a village and left a book, the book, the book of God, and that book changed the heart and life of a man and eventually of a village. And that article was taken from Dr. James Ray's magazine, The Nation's Magazine. And I'd like to share with you today something that Dr. Ray himself shares. When God does speak, can we know the will of God? Well, Romans chapter 12 and verse 2 says that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Now, it's certain from Romans chapter 12 and verse 2 that God has a perfect will for every believer. But how can we know what the will of God is? Well, that same verse declares that we can prove or know the will of God. God has a place, not every place, not just any place, but a place for us to be and to serve. It's been said, there's not any place like this place, anywhere near this place, so this must be the place. Well, think about that. There's the opportunity. Opportunity is not a call. There's plenty of opportunity and many open doors. The ability is not the call. The invitation is not the call. The need of the world is not the call. The whole world cries out for light. The desire is not the call. But all of the above are factors in some of all of these things combined together to bring us to the point of decision. These factors weigh heavily on our hearts and the burden grows until one day we come to a decision, a conclusion, if you will, that God is leading us to do a work in a place. Francis Dixon, my English friend and fellow minister, defined the call and will of God in these words. The call of God is that deep inward conviction accompanied by peace in the heart and confirmed by the Word of God that God would have us to do a certain work in a certain place. Isaiah put it this way, In thine ears shall hear a word behind thee, saying, This is the way, walk ye in it, when you turn to the right hand and when you turn to the left. It was in 1840 that David Livingston heard missionary Robert Moffat say, In the vast plain to the north, I have sometimes seen in the morning sun the smoke of a thousand villages where no missionary has ever been. That seemed to have been a deciding moment when David Livingston set his heart on Africa. On the other hand, perhaps the moment might have served as the platform on which the opportunity and the ability, the invitation, the need, and the desire would bring conclusion to the call. Sometimes the call is clear, crisp, and sudden. Usually, however, God uses building blocks to bring us to that fantastic point of certainty when we hear the Holy Spirit say, this is the way, walk ye in it. Some years ago on my first trip to London, I visited Westminster Abbey in the center of the cathedral, buried beneath the stone floor lies the body of David Livingston. It seemed impossible to me that I could actually be so near a man like that. Just inches away, just beneath my feet, was the body of a man who was described by Florence Nightingale in these words, God has taken away 
the greatest man of our generation, for Dr. Livingston stood alone. Well, Dr. Livingston did stand alone. And tomorrow when we come back to the broadcast, I'll tell you more about that story. You've been listening to Moments for Missions. For further information, please write to BIMI, P.O. Box 9, Harrison, Tennessee, 37341, or call us at 423-344-5050. Or you can visit us online at www.bimi.org. Until next time, may the Lord richly bless you.